Star Wars Action News is brought to you in part by Brian's Toys. At Brian'sToys.com, you can find Star Wars toys and collectibles from 1977 to the present. Brian's Toys has it all, from vintage toys and action figures right up to the latest releases. And when checking out, be sure to say you were referred to Brian's Toys by Star Wars Action News. So go check out the world's largest selection of Star Wars toys at Brian'sToys.com. Listening to Star Wars Action News, your source for Star Wars collecting news, reviews, and updates, helping Star Wars collectors collect better. Be sure to check out our website at SWActionNews.com, where you can see photos of the items discussed, chat with other Star Wars Action News listeners, and much more, including information on how you can be part of the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Star Wars Action News. I'm Marjorie. I'm Arnie. Happy to be back doing the whole show instead of just a segment, although thanks to Dan and Jerry for hosting last week and covering some topics that we don't often hit, such as some of those older video game systems and some of the Lego sets. And yeah, I agree with you as to the re-releases and the differences of the Lego sets being confounding, plus the prices, but man, they're cool. We got a great show coming up this week, got a lot of items to review, got your voicemails, and a segment from Steve the Ginger Prince. But first our store reports where you guys are finding stuff. I see it on the forums. I see it on the Facebook and I'm seeing some figures. I've actually got my fill now of the Saga Legends Space Trooper figure who I was afraid I'd never see. I'm now to the point of leaving him on pegs lest I have too much of a Space Trooper army. (laughs) But I have been hitting Targets and Toys R Us's all the time and I'm not seeing any of the new exclusive stuff. No sign of the Force Unleashed 2 video game package packs and the Republic Commando packs sold out in a blank. I saw them once and then, like Kaiser Soze, they were gone. <laughs> it seems that the troop builders are actually clogging the plagues in our area because I counted 23, that's two, three, sand troopers at Target alone. And that was the vintage collection. Yeah, vintage. My Toys R Us coupon expired before I ever found any of the Toys R Us stuff to purchase there. And the entire trip to Wizard World and back, we were stopping at Targets and Toys R Us's and specifically Toys R Us is looking for the Y-Wing and the Force Unleashed 2-pack. Didn't find them. I did find the Y-Wing at Toys R Us after the coupon expired. Of course. And it was authentically vintage as the box was even smashed. Like it had been stored in somebody's garage or an ill-packed box. So I passed on it. I believe the Y-Wing will ship again. I'm not so confident about the Force Unleashed 2 figure packs. Have to see on that. I may end up eBaying on those. And as for the B-Wing at Kmart, I may end up eBaying on that as well because I just can't bring myself to go to Kmart. I just, I dislike that store. Trips to Kmart are few and far between, so. And it's just, I hate going. They don't have air conditioning in the one that's near us. It's miserable. I'll probably break down and go one of these times. I really, really want the B-Wing and I really, really don't want to go to Kmart. But I know you guys are finding all kinds of new stuff and some deals, so we're going to find out what you found by checking in with our voicemails. Um, hey, this is Glenn, Dooku on the forums, and uh, Michelle Arnie is talking about how the new three-pack three battle packs for 1999. Well, I'm over here at Costco, and they have uh, the four 
bigger battle packs, you can get two of them uh, for $25.99, and it seemed to be uh, consistently grouped, but you can get the uh, Ricci Outpost attack and the Clone Troopers and Droids back. You get the Battle of Ordo Plutonia along with Holocron Heights. And the third combination looks like the Anti-Hailfire Droid Squad with the uh, Invasion of Utapal. So in uh, mine has like a totally full palette over here, but, uh, well, front portion of the palette. But, uh, just wanted to call in about that. And, uh, good job with your show. Bye. Thanks for the tip on that. That is a tremendous price for eight figures. And, you know, Costco sometimes gets the really good exclusives, like that X-Wing versus TIE Fighter pack or that Mr. Potato Head. Other times they get exclusives like this, which are a step away from big lots. It's stuff that they package together, I think, because I know Hasbro says that they don't do that. But I've seen too much where they have packed stuff and put it in a different package, like a different exterior package. They didn't take out its package, like those two figures stapled together at Walmart. Oh, the two figures stapled together at Walmart, they readily admit were regular yeah. figures. It's What they don't do is pull back figures, open them, and then put those figures oh, yeah. in battle packs or on new cars. No, but I do think that they make a pack for like Costco and mm-hmm. things like that. I refuse to go to Costco. I have issues with their well, we're not policies. Members. No, we're, we're not. not. We don't have one. And I don't need to buy a gallon of anything except water. We're not members of Sam's Club, which we do have either. But if I were a Costco member and there was one in the area, I'd definitely go and troop build, troop build, troop build at that price. Hi, Ariel Marjorie. It's Robert Darth Akari calling in. Uh, yeah, the onslaught of new stuff continues in my neck of the woods. Um, by the way, I took a little extra time at my local Target to take a closer look at that Battle of Geonosis uh, pack that they have with the uh, spray tan Obi-Wan. And I think I've been able to solve the mystery of the rather peculiar paint scheme on him. If you look really, really closely, you'll notice he has a couple of like cuts on his cheek. So, and com- coupled with the grime and everything else, I believe what we have here, although I didn't call it out, is this is the battle damaged after landing at Point Rain, Obi Wan. So, kind of how he appeared in the episode when Waxer and Boyle rescued him from the crashed gunship. Because he was kind of grimy and he had a couple of cuts on one side of his face. So it doesn't, you really can't see the, the red lines as well in the packaging, but if you kind of hold it up to the light, right, you can see it. So it's kind of nice that they're doing these somewhat scene-specific paint versions. So like the way they redid the uh, pilot outfit, uh, Ahsoka, this deep space Ahsoka figure where they made her outfit the proper dark burgundy colors of the sort of lavender version that they made as a single card figure or things like that. So, but, um, didn't pick those up yet. I'm kind of hoping that they'll roll around to my Walmart store soon. Uh, I did pick up the, uh, Republic, uh, shuttle, uh, which I also refer to as the chatterbox. Because uh, when you hit that little co- all-out combat button, that thing talks for, like, a good minute and a half. I was very surprised by that. I mean, it goes back and forth. It has sound effects. And it's like almost like you're listening to an actual episode of the show, which is kind of cool. But... um but it seems to be a little on the random side too. Like if you each time you hit the button, it doesn't always play the exact same interchange of clones, droids, and explosions. So that's kind of nice. Um, the vehicle is actually pretty big. I, I held it up next to my uh, 
shuttle Tiberium, and if it wasn't for the fact that it's missing those super long wings, the body is actually just about the same. Uh, word to the wise, if anyone out there is going to be trying to display this thing in flight mode, like if you, know, you want to hang it from the ceiling or something like that, um, just let you know, don't attach the uh, landing gear, because as far as I can tell, once I put mine on, they don't come off again. So uh, um, anyway, you know, just kind of a thing, because I kind of wish I hadn't actually permanently attached them, because I was actually kind of hoping to suspend mine, but now it's always going to have the landing gear sticking out the bottom. So, but anyway, alrighty. Uh, hopefully, maybe I'll get a chance to see you guys at the Wizard World, but uh, if not, uh be talking to you later, and uh, always enjoy the show. Have a good one, everyone. Bye. Thanks for the review. That does look really cool. I really came so close to buying it at Toys R Us with that coupon, but I just think I'm going to find it slightly cheaper. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm gambling and losing. That does happen whenever you gamble. Sometimes you lose. <laughs> just consult Kenny Rogers. Or Qui-Gon. As for the landing gear, because I don't have this, I can't really give you an answer, but maybe someone in our forums can tell us how to get that landing gear off. I do know there are certain things. The one that's coming to mind is the Episode 1 Nabu fighter. It said really big in the instructions, once you attach the tail, the tail will never come off again. But that was in huge letters. I can't imagine that they'd make the landing gear so you can't ever take it off again. Now, that means I have to buy two of them. So listeners, let me know if I have to buy two of them or let Robert know how you can take the landing gear off. Hey guys, this is David Carr, MoMA on the forums. I just want to say thanks again for the Star Wars fan breakfast uh, that you guys put on. That was a lot of fun. I was glad I was able to attend that. I know that was a few weeks ago, but uh, first time to be able to call back in. And I also wanted to kind of give you a rundown. And for Southern California store report, um, the last couple of weeks, as been discussed in the last couple of episodes, Target has definitely been expanding in their end caps. It's definitely looking like uh, the drought has ended. Uh, with uh, the mini rigs, I call them the mini rigs, but the uh, new uh, mainly Collinmore's packs, Blu-ray packs, uh, seeing the new vintage three packs there as well, um, and then kind of getting some of the new, well, I didn't say new Clone Wars, but uh, restocking anyways, and additional some uh, vintage collections showing up. So I think there was some hope at uh, Target. Um, on the Walmart side of things, it's actually been a little bit slower, but I have seen some of the new mini rigs and battle packs and Blu-ray sets showing up, but uh, not much other in the way of Clone Wars or vintage figures. I can occasionally see a Ferris Offy hanging there and looking for the rest of the way that has long gone, but um, we'll continue to check there and see how that goes. I think probably the, the winner of the week, at least in, in my neck of the woods here, is definitely Toys R Us. They had... Um, a couple of them have, all of them have the Y-Wings out, so that should be a problem to find. Also, I've seen the Clone Wars Stealth Trooper, that's going for 10.99. The Genison with the Speeder, uh, which is bringing up about 17.99. And then, to me, I just send the new Porsche Unleashed Pack and Clone Commandos Pack, uh, both ringing up at 40 bucks a piece. So, and of course, as well as the Battle Packs and Blu-ray sets that are Walmart and Target are getting in as well. So uh, thank you guys for alerting me to the Facebook 20% off coupon. I was able to use get two of those and, and use those. So helped me on my wiring purchase. And uh, 
another purchase, as well as the 20% Cyber Rock Monday uh, special, which was excellent. Um, and uh, even got to hit that 10.99 special, that two for 10.99, which in my area at least included the vintage collection. So can't go wrong there. Um, finally, Kmart, which <laughs> I know we don't really talk about Kmart that much, but yes, they do have that vintage B ring out, and uh, happened to stop by uh, the Kmart today. There was two of them. I picked up one of them. Also noticed that the clone Captain Lock. Um, exclusive they have has been marked down to seven dollars so at least on my Kmart there are some of those left and uh, I posted on the forum so if you would like me to pick something up any of those items let me know and I'd be more than happy to help out fellow members so that is my story report hope all is well and collecting world with everybody else uh, may the first be with you thanks guys bye-bye Thanks for calling. Yeah, Toys R Us did have a Cyber Monday sale, even though we're nowhere near Thanksgiving. <laughs> we actually are. We're getting there. It's three months away. Well, that's a quarter of a year. It's not exactly around the corner. Uh. But there were quite a few bargains there. They even had the Republic Commando set for 20% off. So if you were on the Star Wars Action News new release newsletter... Could you put new in there any time, more times? Well, new is only in there once, and then news is in there once... We should have a rename our newsletter contest or something. But if you were on that, you got the notification that they had that sale. And then, of course, the coupons from the Facebook page that we talked about on the show. Sadly, I just was only able to use one of those coupons. But, yeah, we found the rest of that stuff a couple weeks ago. And you know what? It's still great to have found that. I'm still kind of on that afterglow of finding all those toys a couple weeks ago. And my wallet's actually in the whatever the opposite of an afterglow is, the aftershock (laughs) of me spending about $300 on Star Wars toys in one morning, so perhaps it's good that the wallet gets a chance to breathe for a week. And thanks for coming to the breakfast. It was a lot of fun. I think we'll do it again next year. Hi, everybody. It's Robert Garthikari calling back in again. Uh, I, uh, as everyone may or may not know, I'm also a fairly large anime fan, so I have a couple of anime goods-related stores that I kind of shop from online, and they send me emails, you know, give me an update on things they've got coming out. Well, today when I checked in my emails, I was kind of surprised that the uh, one that I looked at had a whole ton of Star Wars stuff on it. Uh, Not necessarily toys, but there's a bunch of formal wear-type items from Kotobukiya. Uh, several different kinds of ties. Very nice-looking. I mean, they have them with the Stormtrooper helmet lo- uh, motif, Clone Trooper, lightsabers. Uh, they have one that's a Darth Maul tie. They have a Rebel, uh, Rebel uh, Alliance tie. They have Imperial cufflinks, uh, lightsaber tie bars, uh, a, a large assortment of different types of things that you could wear around the office and sort of uh, keep your inner geekdom sort of on display but not too gaudy. Um, they also, as of Arnie when I saw this, they also have a Han Carbonite business card case. Uh, there's also another one, but I can't remember what the pattern was. I think it was this generic Star Wars logo on it. But uh, these things are not cheap now. Uh, the ties seem to be going for around $50, and uh, most of the other items seem to be at least in that ballpark or a little bit more. All the prices are done in yen, so 
do kind of have to do a little bit of math. I think there there is a currency converter on their site as well. The, the so oh that's right. The site's name is Hobby Search. Um, just look it up under Hobby Space Search under the search engine. I, the actual website's address is like 1999.co. something, but I always just go under Hobby Search, and it should be the first thing that comes up when you when you search for it. It's um, it's listed as uh, a site that sells you know resin kits, model kits, uh, say anime figures and things like that. But um, they do have other Star Wars items on their site as well. But the, that that large batch of new items was really what caught my eye, and I figured I'd just pass it along to everyone. Uh, might be good ideas for some early Christmas shopping. I know I've already got a couple of products picked out for those people I know who are a little harder to shop for. So, but uh, alrighty, guys, keep you posted. If anything else amazing pops up, and uh, always enjoying the show. Later, bye. Well, thank you for turning us on to a new website. I've already found like five things I need to buy. And for the listeners, we'll have a link to this on our homepage, but it's 1999.co.jp for Japan. And they have an English site and a lot of Star Wars stuff, Hasbro, Sideshow, but all the stuff Robert's talking about is Kotobukiya stuff. I've already got an email sent out to Koto saying, hey, is this stuff coming to the States? They had none of it on display at Comic-Con. This is my first time hearing about it, but damn, is it cool. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, first of all, the business card cases, there's the Hunt and Carbonite. Now, for listeners who are thinking about this, it's not actually three-dimensional. What it is is an etched Han and Carbonite on a metal business case. But it really looks nice, and it's got the Star Wars logo down the side. And I love the R2-D2 one. Yeah, that was the other one Robert mentioned. It's an R2-D2, and it's, again, just etched, so they didn't make it all blue and white and things, which could be cool. I love that droid phone that has the R2. Mm-hmm. I think that looks really nice nice, but this is a little bit more subtle. That's what I'm liking about all of the items they have here is they're a way to show your Star Wars fandom in a more subtle way than what a lot of the products offer that we see. Perhaps the most obvious are the tie clips, which you can get Luke's Return of the Jedi Saber or Darth Vader's lightsaber from the original trilogy. But a bit more subtle are the cufflinks where you can get the rebel symbol or the imperial symbol. And let's face it, if you're not in the club, you don't know what those are. Yeah, I think they would be very subtle. Like, oh, that's a neat sign. Every time I wear my Imperial earrings I got at her, her universe, people are like, oh, that's a really cute design. Where'd you get those? Yeah, I mean, I've seen Star Wars a lot, but it wasn't until the X-Wing games came out that I really started paying attention to the insignias. I mean, I didn't really recognize that the Imperials had an insignia and the Rebels had an insignia and all this until I started getting into EU stuff. If you just watch the movies, you know a lightsaber, you know an R2-D2, but some of these symbols. Some I still don't know. Like, you picked up that Naboo charm. I'm like, okay, it's Naboo charm. Where was it? (laughs) They also have some really cool ties. Perhaps my favorite of which is Stormtrooper helmets colored like Pac-Man ghosts. I know. I really like that one. They also have crossed lightsabers on ties, but it's really small, so it's not like those ties you see if you are at a mall kiosk and they have all the neckties, and you have all those that came out around episode one and things that are really loud and garish. 
here. It's just a subtle tie pattern of cross lightsabers that from a distance would just look like a little splash. I think the Mando skull one is actually really cool. Yeah, because it's patterned just like yeah. a paisley tie type thing. It's Yeah, and I think it'd be really neat. You could actually buy these for your father, I guess, and they probably wouldn't even know. And they have an Ewok one on there, which isn't very obvious. The clone trooper helmet, little obvious from what I can tell in the photo, but that's the only one. So some great stuff. Check it out at 1999.co.jp. As Robert mentioned, you're going to be paying a little bit in the conversion rate. You're spending about $70 on one of these ties, about $35 on one of the business card cases. Right now, they have everything marked down a little bit. And so I'm going with the current prices. I don't know if this is like a permanent pre-order price or if this is a, I happen to come on the day of a sale. The cufflinks are around $60, but this is all pre-order for stuff coming out in November. So I will find out from Kotobukiya if they have the license to sell this in the States or if we need to go overseas for them, but very cool stuff. With the lightsaber chopsticks, the ice cube trays, and now this, Kotobukiya is really hitting it out of the park when it comes to these little Star Wars tchotchke items. They are and it's, I can't wait each year to find out what they're going to do. And that transitions us pretty well to our online shopping news. Now, Momoko, Mimobot, the makers of the thumb drives, are having a back-to-school sale where it's 25% off everything, and you have to go to checkout to see what the 25% off is, but I went over and did some shopping, and they actually were combining it with an offer they had where free shipping on any order of $50 or more. I got the super cute Wampa. I, of course, was really coveting that Han and Carbonite one. It's sold out at San Diego Comic-Con and I needed it and so I put it in the cart, asked you what you wanted you wanted the Wampa mm-hmm. and then I still needed one more to throw in the cart to get that free shipping so I picked up the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Bosque He's cute because he's smiling. Which, again, not quite so exclusive if I got him for 25% off Mm -hmm. online, but it's limited to 500 pieces. And so these are some great pieces. I love the Han and Carbonite one. I love his little case because that's what makes him awesome is the little Han and Carbonite case. They do such great work. And if you're looking at the pictures on the Enhanced Podcast, you'll notice I did what I said I was going to do. I bought the smallest one of each and tried to save that money. Mm -hmm. And that way I can get more. I am never using these as thumb drives. They do sell, though. If you want to get one of these and use it as a thumb drive, they have an advertisement on the back. They make little, like, jackets for them. And it kind of looks like a Jawa hoodie. And they have a C-3PO in it, and his face is kind of poking out. So it wouldn't protect the face, but it would protect the body of the thumb drive. It's a proto hoodie. And it looks like Chewbacca and everyone else just got really cold. And 3 pos sporting his little gold hoodie. Those are cool. What I love about the Han and Carbonite one was I suggested to them back at Toy Fair they do a Han and Carbonite portable hard drive, but they went with the thumb drives, which they do, and it's great that the Han looks really kind of angry slash scared, and it's like they did the toys, so many of the toys, where the Han goes in the carbonite. But I did love your Wampa. I actually think of the three, he may be the cutest. He is rather cute. He is rather cute. Now, these are popping up everywhere in stores, too. Not necessarily this series, but I've seen these at TJ Maxx, I've seen them at Target, I've seen them at Macy's, and their little iPod vending machine for when you just suddenly get an urge to buy an iPod when you're at Macy's. But I've seen them all over the place. But head to Momoko for their back-to-school sale. Save 25% off. Also in some online news, New Zealand gets the coolest stuff. Yeah, they do. They now have legal tender Star Wars coins, and they are full-color coins, and they're worth about two New Zealand dollars. And you've got one of the Death Star with TIE Fighters and a Star Destroyer. You've got the droids. You've got Emperor Palpatine, Darth Vader with his TIE Fighter. These are so cool 
cool. They are very cool. They're limited to 7,500 of each design. They're going to be in sets and available in New Zealand and legal tender in New Zealand only. You'd have to go to a currency exchange here. But why would you ever spend this? They are so cool. And they say it's their first issue of legal tender coins. And you can get them in a Millennium Falcon set and a Darth Vader set. So you have cases to keep your coins in. Some very cool stuff. I have a feeling Reverend Strone's about to get a lot more PMs on the forums. <laughs> Funko's next series of the pop vinyl bobbleheads has been released. This set of six includes Luke Skywalker, Jedi Luke, actually. With his little flap down on his outfit. Yes, Obi-Wan, Boba Fett, C-3PO, Darth Maul, and a Gamorrean guard. The cutest Gamorrean guard ever. I like Darth Maul because it looks like he's strung out because his eyes are yellow and red. You know what he looks like to me is like he's going to hypnotize me. Yeah, he does. I do not like the 3PO though because the way they did the... He's not vac metalized. He's kind of shiny and he looks like he's stuffed. <laughs> doesn't he? The one that's really not doing much for me is Boba Fett because what makes the pop vinyls pop, if you will... Their eyes! Is their eyes. And with Boba Fett, he's got a visor and there wasn't a whole lot they could do to style him so he just looks kind of squishy mm-hmm. yeah not too thrilled with a boba fett well you can buy these as a set of six at afx or if you want to buy them individually because you don't like them all or you only want one or two you can get individually at entertainment earth and it's a little cheaper if you buy the whole set but if you don't want them all then it's really not cheaper and these have been sporadic showing up in stores i know some targets have been getting them putting them in the toy aisle i've only seen the darth vader one at my target so I do say pick them up if you can find them. I don't know that they really did great with these humans. I really like like the Han Solo they did before better than what I'm seeing here with the Alec Guinness Obi-Wan. But that Gamorrean is a must-have. Here, I think it works for non-humans best, to be honest, because of the little black eyes. I don't think they're great on the humans. I think they did great on the kiss ones they did because the black eyes fit well, with really, it. Really, Gene Simmons isn't human anyway. No, but like the Gamorrean guard, he's adorable with his big black eyes. They look like big puppy dog eyes, but I don't think they work on the humans. Now, while you're at Entertainment Earth ordering the bobbleheads, you can also get a Star Wars Lego advent calendar. Now, they don't have the image up yet, but this has 24 unique gifts, including an exclusive Santa Claus Yoda minifig. Aww. It's got vehicles, accessories, and the best part is Billy Bob Thornton won't come in drunk one night and eat all of them. <laughs> Can we make you some sandwiches? It's $39.99. It's also available at Amazon, but definitely something that I think would make Christmas a little Star Wars special. Also, Entertainment Earth has for pre-order the San Diego Comic-Con 2011 Macquarie Snowtrooper mini bust. So I guess it really didn't sell out and wasn't all that exclusive after all. I am not a big fan of Macquarie Snowtrooper. I love Snowtroopers. And it's because he's got the old-timey mustache, and it's always bugged me. If you look at him, I, I guess it's not, not even where the mouth is, but like above it, like where the nose is on the Stormtrooper and the Sandtrooper, he's got like this big old timey 1800s mustache. Well, there are two head sculpts and on the primary head sculpt that has a little bit more detail on the side, I guess if you squint and you're doing like a Rorschach thing, you could see the line between his mouthpiece and his nose as a mustache. On the alternate head, yeah, it really kind of does look a little bit like Snidely Whiplash. There. It does. I'm sorry but it does. <laughs> now, I did get this bust because I was in General Giant's Premier Guild and thought it would be hard to get, and it's turning out not to. It's really a nice piece. I like what they've done with it overall. I don't know how I feel about the hands because he's not wearing gloves. He's wearing hey, mittens. mittens. I just noticed that. He's wearing mittens. 
sentence? How effective is that for combat? Well, actually, I guess on the glove that's holding the gun, he's got articulated... I mean, the bust is not articulated at all, but the, if this were a real okay, person... your thumb and index finger are out on his mittens. The rest of it are just mitteny. It's like the middle, fourth, and pinky fingers all are one big claw. I'm sure that's not very good for combat. I really don't think so. I mean, you don't see our troops wearing mittens. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of detail to this bust because it's based off of a concept drawing and there's not a lot of weathering or anything because the drawings were just there to kind of give the costume designer something to go off of. I really do like that, like the Vader before him, they went with the differing head sculpts and these are magnetic so they are really easy to put on. Thank God. What wasn't easy at all and gave me fits was his arm comes detached, the one holding the gun, and that was really difficult to put in its slot and I was like I was defusing a bomb trying to slide <laughs> that in. I much prefer the primary head because of the yellow stripe and the detail. The alternate head, just a little bit plain for me. But I really think that the actual snowtrooper that we see in the film is the best with the really long helmet yeah. and things. So you didn't buy two of these since there's two heads? I did not. What? Ever since they raised the price on these minibus to the 70 to $75 range, I'm loath to buy two of them. And I understand. I saw a post recently that I think everyone should read. And it was on just a Bowen statue collector form. But the dollar is weak. Cost of labor overseas is going up. Gentle Giant, Sideshow, all these companies would love to be able to sell us the products at the price that they were selling us two years ago, three years ago. I don't blame them. I understand these are economic things out of their control. By the same token, the higher the price goes, the more selective I'm going to be. And I would rather have two different minibus and rotate the heads to keep it looking fresh than to do what I used to do when they were cheaper and buy two of them and display both all the time. So like every third Friday, I have to come down here and rotate out the heads? No, I'll do it. Okay. Better set up a Google alert for that. And I want to spend some time reviewing some minibus this show because it seems like I really got a lot in a short time. Whereas again, because of the price increase, I hadn't been ordering too many. I do try to keep up with the exclusives while every so often I'm looking at you, Chard Annie. They do go way down in price. <laughs> That's, you can never tell sometimes. And it's so maddening. One, because they're almost double what they did used to cost, but some of them end up being clearanced out and it's, it sucks. I hate that. I hate when something, you can't get a refund like you can at Target. Well, another bus that happened to come the day after I got my snowtrooper from General Giant because they had a big shipping delay and didn't tell anyone. They said, oh, it's shipping out. And then weeks pass and you hear nothing and Fred's neighbors stole my minibus. Maybe they have little old ladies working in their shipping factory and it just took them a really long time. The Golden Girls are doing their shipping. But I also got the Entertainment Earth exclusive Obi-Wan Episode 3 minibust. That one's actually really nice because for a moment I thought he actually had a cloth good robe. <laughs> isn't, isn't that funny? They it's really not. did a great texturing on his robe. It really feels like that kind of yeah. fabric. Well, and it looks like it because I've been sitting here looking at it. As Arnie says, he play, puts out my toys for me to play with every show. And I'm like, wow, did they put soft goods tabard on his, on this minibus? That would be insane. But it's not, but it looks really good. What drew me to this one online was the face sculpt. And I think they did a pretty good job 
It doesn't look quite as good as online, and I think my problem with it is he's looking up. His eyeballs are, like, at the top of his eyes. See, and I was just thinking what a bad face sculpt it was and thinking that it looked kind of like Bill Pullman. I don't see Bill Pullman in it. I don't see Ewan McGregor in it. Now, Scott from Tulsa posted on Twitter that he was thinking his looked a little jaundiced. Now, I don't know if he just got a bad one. I don't see that on mine. No, he looks fit and tan. He's been out in the sun in his convertible speeder. I'm kind of picturing it as Mustafar, somewhat singed Obi, even though there's no burning on the robe or anything. The one stylistic choice I question is they have the sleeves going down in front of the base. And that's a little bit odd. He has a mole on his head, too. They did screen accurate mole. Yeah, he's got the little mole on his head or zit or whatever it was he had on the close-ups. Moly, 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 (laughs) moly, But there's only so much you can do with Jedi, but the texturing of the robe that they did, all the sculpting in it, really, I think this is a very nice bust and a must-have for Obi-Wan collectors if you like him kind of looking up a little bit. He's a little Jesus-y in that way. He's got the beard and the eyes are up, you know, like crucified Jesus. He's judging you. Speaking of busts, you also got the Ula and the Darth Talon. I got those last week, as we mentioned, at Wizard World, and I thought we'd give them a quick review. See, see what I did there? Speaking of busts. I see what you're doing and what you're pointing at. It's not a video podcast, so the listeners can't see you pointing. No. Now, I want to point out something about those, though. All four of these busts are this year. Do you notice something different about the two women and the two men? They're taller. The women aren't really even able to be called busts anymore, are they? No! actually because it's it yeah. goes all the way down past the hips it does if we added a third more it would be a full statue yeah and i figure they're doing that because of the female form and they didn't do it to obi-wan they didn't cut him off at the pelvis no he's literally a bust so. and i was just marveling at how these started off as no arms and chest up i mean they were classical busts and now here we are we're getting three quarters of a woman. Mm-hmm. Now, the first one we'll talk about is Darth Talon, and I was thinking on both of these, actually. We were talking at San Diego Comic-Con about the Bishojo line that Kotobukiya is doing, and they're doing Jaina Solo. I'd be fine with either of these characters as Bishojo. Well, everybody's all worried about what they're going to do as a Bishojo with Jaina, or if it's going to be revealing. You can't really get too much revealing than Darth Talon or Ula. We'll get to Ula. Darth Talon. <laughs> it, it's They're out there. They're not real, but they're spectacular, to misquote Sign yeah. And I'm talking about the Leku. Yeah, they're they're actually really good. They did such a great job on the Leku on her, and they're two different ways. One's going down the back while the other wraps around her neck Bib Fortuna style. And they just did such a marvelous job with the detailing of her tattoos because they're a little bit inset and just so nice. They really make it an artistic piece. This is a costume that you'll never be able to wear anywhere because you will be forced to wear more clothes. <laughs> No, they did a really good job on it. Now, I mean, I don't have a picture of her to compare, but I think it looks cool, and I think they did a really good job. I like red and black, though. Yeah, I mean, the Darth Maul colors, whoever designed her... She has the best lightsaber hilt, though, of anyone. She does. I think it was Jan Durismo who designed her and knew what she was doing, right? You bring in the red and black so she's cool, but then you kind of make her mostly naked so Mm -hmm. she's sexy. You appeal to all the fanboy items here. But I think they did a great job, and while we've discussed 
in the past about EU items in a Star Wars collection and how Star Wars-y, quote-unquote, is it? She'd fit. It's the lightsaber that really helps. I don't like the pose of the lightsaber because it's just straight up and much taller than she is. I would have preferred... I know that's the pose off of Legacy Number 1 where she has it like that. I don't know that they had to go straight Legacy Number 1 with that pose of the lightsaber. Maybe they could have done something else because holding it straight up like that, it looks more like a staff than a saber. That's exactly how Obi-Wan's holding his, though. Yeah, you're right. It is identical. Yep. (laughs) It's exactly the same. But it's a lot taller on her than it is on Obi. I think she's holding it a little higher. She's taller than Obi-Wan, which is why you're thinking that, because she's got a good inch on him because it goes below her hips. True. But you're right. I love the design of her saber. Mm -hmm. The hilt is amazing. If FX Collectibles made one of those, I would be down for it in a limited edition. And I like what they did with her outfit. I mean, it's a little bit dominatrix S and Emmy, but it looks cool because they used a reflective sheen on the material. I would assume it's supposed to be leather like material in the comic or if someone costumed as that, but I don't know where you would be able to. It's a good bust though. I mean, for $30, which is what I paid at Wizard World, spectacular. The full 70, not bad either. They did some great workmanship on it. Mm-hmm. But one that hits a little more close to my heart is Ula because she's original trilogy. And she's nearly nude. Well, that's not the thing. They did use soft goods on this bust, which is very interesting. Marjorie did exactly what I thought she would do. The very first thing <laughs> she did when she got Ula was, well, all right, the very first thing she did was almost break her finger because yes. she's got these fingers and I am scared to death packing her back up. Because uh, she's got fingernails, too, that stick out. And, and yeah, so the first thing you did was almost break her fingers. Yes. The second thing you did was undress her. I didn't know if it was soft goods. And then I was confused because, see, she's been sitting over there off to the side of the table and I'm like, is that her boobs showing through the fabric? What is that? Did they paint those on? I wasn't sure if it was actually soft goods. So I'm sitting here this whole time wondering what they did there. And so I wanted to see. I touched it as soft goods. So then I looked at her boob. I did the same thing. I well, can't then why are you criticizing me? <laughs> I'm not criticizing. And then I was really confused, too, because once I realized it was soft goods, I'm like, oh, I have to see because it looks like she has nipples and she does. They're very subtle. They are subtle. Well, they're the same color green, which is what you'd expect. Well, they're slightly different, but they're not sculpted on. It's like it just a little bit of paint it doesn't seem like a fully painted it's it's not a painted nipple like you'd see on a human because she's not human but there is a definite nipple appendage there there is a nipple there is a a slight nipple if you're looking at the enhanced podcast i'm sorry she's flashing you but it's a strange choice to do that the soft goods really make it look good but it also allows for you to have a topless bust i suppose if that's what you want i I guess i mean she did pop out very briefly in the movie so she can pop out very briefly in your collection. I never noticed that she did. Yeah, she. it's one of those things that it's cut very quickly but hmm. apparently she was falling out of her outfit there. Don't ruin my Star Wars. There's no boobs in Star Wars. Grand Moff Tarkenton is probably all over this bust. But I like that they did soft goods there. They also did a bit soft goods with her rope that she's holding. That is a... Oh, it's leather. Oh, and it's not attached to her other hand. Her no, you either. can put it in her hands is how it came. But you'd have to put it exactly like it is because otherwise she'd look silly. Now, I know this is probably going to be blasphemous, but I like how they did her Leku because I swear to God, I, growing up, never thought she was the same species as Bib Fortuna. I never got that. I thought she was a woman with some pillows on her head because that's how it looked for like They were lumpy, yeah. yeah. And I just thought it was a 
article of clothing. I never thought she had Leku that were part of her the way Bib Fortuna did because they really cheaped out on her makeup. It's like they took some pillowcases and tied them to her head. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Return of the Jedi has the worst costumes. But Bib Fortuna, it was all like glossy. It looked fleshy. On her, it always looked like pillows. Maybe she couldn't dance with it. I like that she looks like she has pillows on her head here. If you look at it, it's got the lumps and it's got the crinkles and things. So it really looks movie accurate. I also like the chain around her neck. It moves a little bit and really has a great detail to it. A great face sculpt, although she looks a little Asian and maybe it's the eyeliner, but I'm I'm getting an Asian vibe off Ula here. And of course, she's African-American. I've met her in real life. She popped out in real life too because she was breastfeeding. Yeah, that was weird. So Ula's popping out all over, but <laughs> it's a nice bust. I prefer it clothed. Green boobs don't do it for you? No, I'm sorry. No. The Orion slave girl from Star Trek, I never really got that appeal either i understand but red and black boobs thumbs up (laughs) got it bad on green red and black good got it i'll remember this but i have to say gentle giant is really doing some good busts these days from the ones i've gotten overall i think the sculpts are good the paint jobs other than obi-wan's eyes i'm really happy with it seemed like they were going through a quality control problem phase for a while there where i'd get them and i'd be like yeah that's not very good but for the money you're paying and we are paying more i feel like we're getting better quality. It helps to be enthused about the character they're making a bust of as well. That's the thing. So I think they kind of strayed off the deep end for a while, and it just seemed very rote and routine, and now they've been hitting it out of the park. I gotta say, though, all four of these characters, none are on my A, B, or C list. No, but again, if you are really familiar with the character and like the character, you're gonna like it more, and for a while it just seemed like they kept doing the same things over, like those damn clones. And again, we got Columnia. Here, though, I think that while I'm not a huge Darth Talon fan as a character, she's so visually striking. She is. That I've bought. She's hot. I'm not going to say, I'll say it. You won't, I guess, but she's hot. But that's not why I think she's striking. I think oh, it's the red and black it coloring. Helps doesn't hurt, but if Her it was a guy, yeah. Darth Maul is visually striking. He is. He's also top, near topless and topless. Yeah, I mean, the training Darth Maul topless thing would be just as visually yeah. striking. I'm saying that it works as an artistic piece. The Snowtrooper, despite being exclusive, is probably the most bland of the ones, but I think they did a good job. It's just the source material. Yeah, he's kind of just blah. I do like on the back of the box is a really well-reproduced graphic of the Macquarie art that they based it on. So... If you're into that, you know, maybe somebody better than I can with better printing equipment would be able to scan that and blow that up into a poster or something. Now, continuing talking about these Gel Giant minibus, over at ShopAFX.com, they also have the purple Airborne Commander minibus, and it is an exclusive minibus, so if you want that, head over to ShopAFX.com. We have a link to the item on our homepage, and you can pre-order that. In some other online news, over at Brian's Toys, they've got a lot of Clone Wars figures now in stock. They've got the 2011 Clone Wars Wave 1, Wave 2, and Wave 3. You can order those now, and we will be reviewing some of these figures next week as I just got my box the day we record this from Brian's Toys of their One of Every Figure Club, my Wave 2 and Wave 3 figures, so we'll be talking about them next week on the show. It's like Christmas, because there's a box. You're like, oh, what'd I get? I don't remember anything. What could it be? You can also there order 
that Obi-Wan Revenge of the Sith minibust we reviewed on this show, they have it available, as well as some FX collectible items like the Count Dooku stunt saber and that Macquarie Vader helmet. If you missed out on it and it sold out quick, you can get yours now at Brian's Toys. And remember, when checking out at Brian's Toys, please be sure to mention that you heard about them on Star Wars Action News. Also, over at Backstage Toys, at BackstageToys.com, you can get Clone Wars action figures individually if you want them to, as well as the Republic Commando Delta Squad Toys R Us exclusive. If you're like me and your store sold out before you were able to get them, they have them on order now. And Backstage Toys is going to be giving away a set of this to one lucky Star Wars Action News listener. Hmm. All you have to do to win is like Star Wars Action News on Facebook and Backstage Toys on Facebook. And then listen to our show in two weeks, and we're going to announce the winner. But you have to at the time we choose our winner, be liking both pages. So you can find Backstage Toys on our Facebook page under the little friends area on the left. So give them a like, give us a like, and that's all you have to do to enter for one of these great Republic Commando 5 packs. Even if you already have it, you know you want more. Either customize them up as Omega Squad, plus an extra Geonosian never hurt. I wish I could enter. For your listening pleasure, we now have the Ginger Prince. Greetings all, this is Steve the Ginger Prince, and now that I'm back in the UK after a couple of weeks lazing around in the sunshine of Southern Europe, I thought I'd check in with a quick report. I was most interested in getting back into the city centre of Manchester as soon as I could after our vacation, to find out just how it was looking after the recent rioting that I'm sure you've all heard about. The good news is that Manchester seems to be recovering well but there is still evidence of the disturbances that occurred, even at our first stop, Forbidden Planet, which still has one of its windows boarded up after having been smashed during the rioting. I was excited to see what I could find, as wannabe trooper had found a vintage card wedge at the Newcastle FP. Thanks, Phil, by the way. But I was incredibly disappointed to find that there were no new three and three quarter inch figures at all. Nothing doing on the Clone Wars front, the same old saga legends, and not a sniff of Wave 7 of the vintage collection. So what have Forbidden Planet got? They've got the special action figure sets without the outer sleeves. You can go for the Hoth-themed one, the light side one, or the dark side one. But be prepared to drop £24.99. They've still got the giant plushies for the nice price of £19.99. You can choose from Yoda, Vader, or everyone's favourite Wookiee. I was also able to find the Ultimate FX lightsabers on their shelves, at the price of £44.99. It's the first time I've seen these, and I'm impressed with the quality. Definitely a buy, if you want a transitional saber to take your little one from plastic extender to the full-size FX. I found some Clone Wars packs that I've not seen on shelves before, like the Obi-Wan Bark speeder bike and the Attack Cycle Grievous pack. I thought it was called a wheel bike, by the way. Perhaps they can't call it that if the wheel doesn't move. They've also got some Clone Wars Transformers tucked on the low shelves out of the way. Captain Rex that turns into a speeder, and Clone Commander Wolf that turns into a Republic gunship. Transformers aren't the only fugly toys that FP are stocking. They've also got some Force Battlers like this General Grievous. I think these Force Battlers have got the look of Hasbro's new Jedi Force line. Talking of which, I haven't seen any of the replacements of the Galactic Heroes yet, and I've just found out why. 
Apparently, the Jedi Force figures will be exclusive to the early learning centre here in the UK, and I never set foot inside the place. The Manchester Toys R Us on the Central Retail Park had escaped riot damage, but was again a massive disappointment, as again there were no new three and three quarter inch on the shelves. In fact, the only things worth talking about were the sale items. They've got the vintage Snowspeeder and TIE Fighter at 25% off. Now these were a good buy at the original price of £39.99, but now they're a great buy at £29.99. True have also got a couple of the Galactic Heroes cinema scene sets at £10 off their previous price. If you haven't got the purchase of the droid set or the Camino Showdown set, then get down there, as £19.99 is a nice price. I also learned that it's not just Universal that are ripping off the Battleship game. True have got their own Clone Wars version of the family favourite, called Star Cruiser Attack, and it's been knocked down to half price. That's some fun times for only £7.49. Moving online, and Play.com have revamped their site within the last couple of weeks, and they're giving Star Wars some headline attention. You can pre-order the limited edition Xbox 360 Kinect Star Wars console bundle for £349.99. I'm not a game player, so it's not for me. But I have pre-ordered a few things. Firstly, the Complete Saga Blu-ray set for £67.49, which gets me an exclusive pre-order film sale. Secondly, the Lego Star Wars 2011 Advent Calendar for £24.99. That's due for release on the 26th of September here in the UK. And lastly, the third season of The Clone Wars on Blu-ray, due for release on the 17th of October over here, and that's for £36.49. You can also pick up those great Kotobukiya ice trays from Play. Both the R2-D2 tray and the Carbonite Han are £9.99. However, I picked mine up from another e-tailer called Firebox for the same price. Back in the physical world, I've also checked out the Adidas store on the advice of my good friend Paul, who'd reported bagging some great new gear from their Hoth collection, ready for the colder months ahead, like this cool Rebel Alliance jacket and this awesome Rogue Leader hoodie. I was sorely tempted by this Skywalker bobble hat, but I just don't feel right buying it whilst I'm still sporting a tan. On the sneaker front, it's all Hoth-based as well. You'll pay a ton for these Hoth Trooper Lukes, and 75 quid for the white Hoth Blizzard Force, or if you prefer, this Rebel Alliance X-Wing pair. If you want Star Wars-themed clothing, but the prices at Adidas are just too formidable, then High Street Store Next is often the place to go. I couldn't find any adult stuff this visit, just loads of great gear for your Padawan. From Dark Side Lego hoodies to Millennium Falcon t-shirts, and all are around a tenner, so there's lots of choice for kitting the little one out. My last port of call on this report was the Asda supermarket, part of the Walmart family, as I'd heard a whisper that they'd had some half-priced Lego sets, like the Luke Landspeeder set that I got last Christmas as a gift. Unfortunately, no joy. In fact, all I got was people trying to hard sell me alcoholic drinks and small children urinating in the car park. Now, before I hand back to Arnie and Marjorie, I'm going to squeeze in a pair of personal pleas, if I may. Firstly, I'm after any loose freeze-frame action slides that anyone might want to get rid of. You know, the slides that came with the Power of the Force three and three-quarter inch figures in the 90s. If you can help me out, just drop me a PM via the boards. Secondly, I've been redoing my collection room over the summer, and I'm nearly done. But I'm still looking for a Star Wars-themed ceiling lampshade. Now, if anyone out there knows of any cool Star Wars ceiling shades, then again, hit me up with a PM on the boards. Cheers. That's me done. 
I'll hand you back to the king and queen of Star Wars podcasting. Thank you, Steve. Now, while we're reviewing items, I did want to go back and talk about something else we got at Wizard World. Thanks to Daryl Creature on the forums, we got those two custom Mighty Mugs, the Jar Jar and the Han and Carbonite. I was so excited because we ran into him on the show floor and he was talking about making mugs. And I've got two boxes of mugs up there that I've been waiting to customize or find artists to do stuff with them. And I was like, oh man, you got to show me where you found all your stuff because I really want a Jar Jar mug and I will try to make it. I've got enough there, a dollar each. I can waste one. Yeah, exactly. Or two. It doesn't matter. And then we get to dinner, and he had one for me. He's sneaky. It's awesome. He was telling us about how he got into customizing because he'd talked to some artists about getting some customized, and they'd quote him prices like $1,000. Yeah. Or say that they did one for charity, but really it was a lot of work. They didn't really like it. Or they'd just kind of blow him off and say they'd get back to him and never did. But these are so cool. I took some detailed photos now that we got home and got them in the photo studio. And if you like these, Daryl has been kind of inspired to keep doing these, and he's offered on the forums to do custom mugs for only $25 a character. Wow. And I know you're preparing a list for him of characters that you want. Yes. And he doesn't just do Star Wars. He'll stray over into the Marvel if you want. So So many of you do. Check that out. And he is giving away one of those Han and Carbonite Mighty Mugs to a listener. And Your Han is awesome, too. It's just amazing. Oh, it is great. And he's got it so that you can actually hang it on a wall if you want. Very cool. Numbered in back. If you want to win this Han and Carbonite mug, all you have to do is we're going to go for two weeks on this. Head over to our forums. We're going to link directly to his thread where he posts images of his custom mug and talks about it. Just post in that thread. If you've already posted in the thread, you're already entered. And we will announce the winner in our show in two weeks. Well, that is our show for this week. If you're going to Dragon Con, we're not going this year. We've got too much going on outside our, in our non-Star Wars life. But Jay, who was Spawn on the forums, he is having a, I guess, a proxy Star Wars action news dinner. I guess a bunch of people have been doing it for about four years. I think we inadvertently started it when we went down to Dragon Con and got together with a bunch of people. And then we haven't been back since that time. But they keep getting together and listeners of Star Wars action news. So this will be their fourth year. They're at a restaurant called Max Loggers, and it's on Saturday, September 3rd at 6 p.m. He says it's only two to three bucks away from the convention, depending which hotel you start from. If you haven't been to Dragon Con, it's the craziest con ever. Well, Atlanta's just kind of confounding downtown. Every time I go there, it just doesn't make sense. And there's like a million peach tree streets and avenues and boulevards. They love peaches down there, if you haven't guessed. But he's also got information posted. If you have to ask any questions, go to the Contalk section of the board. Or you can PM. He's Fet Spawn. And he'd love to have some more people there. And it's a great thing just to hang out with other listeners and other fans and have a really good time. And that's what Star Wars is about. It doesn't matter what you collect. doesn't matter where you're from, what you do. You just get to hang out and talk to people and have a great time. And also, don't forget, August 27th at the Stamford Plaza Hotel in Stamford, Connecticut is Comic Con. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. And there's going to be a ton of dealers. The 501st is going to be there. A bunch of artists. If you check their website, there's a number of artists doing 
$1 sketch cards or free sketch cards. So check it out. It's just a few days away. But if you're in that area, which we've talked about before, the Connecticut area, (laughs) head on over to Comic-Con. Also, don't forget, it's been announced that The Clone Wars is returning to Cartoon Network with its new season September 16th. That's Blu-ray day. So now it's like, do you watch your Blu-rays? Do you watch the season opener of The Clone Wars? The Blu-rays are coming out on a Friday? Yeah, the special movies do that. So I need to take that Friday off work. Yeah. Although, I don't know. I think I'm going to savor them like a fine wine. Oh, who are you kidding? Because you know what's going to happen? It's going to start Friday evening. I'm going to make some popcorn. We'll have some dinner, make popcorn, and we're going to watch all six in a row. And of course, the only order you can watch them in is four, five, six, one, two, three. But we're going to watch them all the entire weekend and just like enjoy it. You know that. I'm thinking we should savor it and do like one a night. You won't be able to though. It's going to drive you nuts. But there's so much bonus features. Head to our forums. There's some rumor lists that we're going to get to see the Yoda talking to Qui-Gon scene that was cut from episode three. Well, here's the thing though. We can enjoy the movies and you can watch the bonus features at our leisure. Grievous killing Shock T in episode three. I think she's died more times than Kenny. Yeah. So tons of bonus features. Can't I mean, it's going to be that. a month long thing. It is. We're- but I bet you will not be able to watch the movies. You're going to say that. And then when it gets time, when you have them in your little hands, you're going to go, oh my God, let's have a marathon. Let's watch them all. The marathons never go well because by the sixth movie, you're falling asleep on me and I'm getting angry. I've seen them before and I'll be but able to. But not in we own kind it. of transfer. But we own it so that I can watch it whenever I want. That's true. Well, don't forget, Republic Forces Radio Network will also be returning, reviewing all the new Clone Wars episodes. And you can listen to them every week right now, reviewing the Clone Wars micro-series. So check that out at RepublicForces.com. We'll be back next week reviewing the new waves of the Clone Wars action figures. Until then, may the pegs be stocked. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. You can find even more Star Wars coverage at our sister podcast, Republic Forces Radio Network, where we review each episode of the Clone Wars cartoon series. You can find that show at republicforces.com. If you're into Star Wars novels, check out the Star Wars Action News Book Club, where we read and review all the Star Wars novels. That podcast is at swactionnews.com. We want your feedback and suggestions for Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at swactionnews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at swactionnews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can be on Star Wars Action News by calling our voicemail at 415-508-JEDI or sending an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at swactionnews.com. All materials submitted become the property of Star Wars Action News and are subject to use on our show. You can help support Star Wars Action News by using the affiliate links on our homepage when shopping online. We would also appreciate it if you spread the word about Star Wars Action News by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, or just tell a friend about the show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on iTunes, and you can also cast a vote for us each month at Podcast Alley. Links to both can be found on our homepage at SWActionNews.com. For more Star Wars collecting, please visit YakFace.com, HansHideout.Blogspot.com, and JediTempleArchives.com, and we thank those sites for their support of Star Wars Action News. 
Star Wars Action News is created, produced, and hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. The Star Wars Action News team is website designed by Jason, associate produced and announcements by Brock, reporters Jerry, Dan, Steve, and Justin, graphic design by Chris, and podcast enhancement by Barrett. Star Wars Action News is copyright 2011, all rights reserved. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. The show is created by fans showing their love of Star Wars. Star Wars and all the Star Wars universe contains is trademarked and copyright Lucasfilm Limited. All rights reserved. Until next time, may the pegs be stocked and the force be with you. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting. Star Wars Action News is a production of Venganza Media Incorporated. And happy to be back in the driver's seat, although thanks to Jan and Derry. I can't believe I did that again. <laughs> Popco has announced their And they're over at a restaurant called Max Lagers on Lagers, probably Lagers. like a lager, like a beer. I don't drink beer. I know you don't. I'm a good boy. I'm gonna say it's <laughs> did you say you're a good girl? No, I said I'm a good boy. Oh. But now that's a- I'm gonna go with <laughs> Grievous killing Isla Sakura in episode three. Actually, no, that's not. He doesn't kill Isla Sakura. No. So we will be back next week reviewing the new Clone Wars episodes. <laughs> that Obi Wan Return of the Sith. It's not Return of the Sith. No, it's not. <laughs>